RMC, Run and Reinvent Podcast. I'm your host, Jill Perez, and today's guest is Chris Haynes, Manager of IT Workload Engineering for Raymond James. We're joined by Jill Goldberg, Technology Evangelist here at BMC. Today we'll be discussing how sophisticated automation can positively impact availability for businesses. So Joe, I'll let you take it from here. Thanks very much and uh, really excited to be here. Uh, I think the opportunity to hear from, uh, from Chris and have him share his story is something I think that, um, well, I'm certainly excited by and I think that a lot of people find a lot of value. So Chris, let's just get right into it. And uh, can you tell everyone uh, listening a little bit about Raymond James and about your role there? Absolutely. So Raymond James is a full service financial investment company. Uh, we, we have nearly 8,000 financial advisors uh, ministering over $790 billion in client assets, and that's across 2,600 locations globally. Um, I manage the workload engineering team, which is part of our service delivery and support organization. Um, my team was is actually uh, a byproduct of uh, the positive influence of Control M on our uh, group, uh, we were able to basically pull out some uh, resources and reallocate them to more sophisticated things because of uh, we were able to really streamline and understand uh, our, all of our workflows and business processes better uh, by the, after implementing Control M. So that's that's been a, a great uh, part of our journey, um, and we continue to leverage that and push those opportunities uh, to uh, take uh, resources and, and go towards things like uh, continuous improvement and, and things of that nature. So I understand that um, you've had some interesting work in that area in the last year. Um, maybe you could tell us a little bit more about that. <clears throat> right, so kind of to build off, you know, with my team, we've really uh, focused on leveraging all the analytics and data we're pulling out of Control M to understand where uh, long poles and problems are uh, in our workflows. Um, a big focus has been continuous improvement. So it, with that, we have to, we're, we're leveraging analytics and lots of different proactive looks, leveraging forecasting, using every module out of Control M to identify uh, gaps in processing, um, and, and streamlining uh, workflows to be better support our business partners. Uh, over the last year, uh, a lot of this stuff has really paid dividends and we, we've really been able to improve on meeting our business, uh, our critical business application SLAs going from 87 to 98% over the last year. And that, that's obviously a big win and, 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 a nice, and a nice star by our name there. Um, so we're, we're, we're looking for every opportunity. We're also trying to get buy-in across the enterprise um, from, not, from everybody in the IT organization to leverage data analytics from Control-M. So we've pulled data out. We've uh, put that in, created a lot of dashboarding off of those analytics. So folks have a, a really a, a real-time view of where they're at and understand trends that are occurring with their business applications. So that's really been, from our perspective, um, my internal evangelizing of Control-M and its capabilities um, to, to get folks to buy in 
and see see where they can make improvements. Okay, so um, that's some really interesting stuff about what's been going on and uh, the, the history and then some of the things that you're doing, uh, I think more recently, but um, I understand that you've been using Control-M or that Raymond James has been using Control-M to help run critical parts of the business for quite a long time. Um, and so perhaps you can expand a little bit about that. Right, so, so a, a couple of things, just to understand how we've, we've grown um, in that space. Uh, we're probably about uh, seven years in using Control-M at Raymond James. Um, I've been here through the, through the whole uh, growing of it and implementation. Uh, so I, I've been, had a great view of our partnership there. So we've more than doubled our workload, but it, it, increasing our performance. Um, and again, we've taken on more sophisticated applications. Um, what's been uh, part of the evangelizing part really is we're, we're able to support applications on platforms, any platform um, in multiple environments at a, at a very high rate. So we've really been able to continue to streamline and support our business. Really, our advisors are looking to uh, make sure their applications are up and available. Uh, the, you know, the greatest ability to them is uh, availability and they wanna make sure it's up. Uh, that's why meeting our SLAs were a critical thing. And part of that, as we grow, move forward with all this added sophistication, are the additional modules that Control-M continues to add. A big piece that's that's been uh, important over the last year is the automation API that BMC uh, has introduced for Control-M. That's uh, really helped us engage with our software engineering teams as they're developing new applications for our business partners uh, to really uh, improve the, their ability to code and test and get that to production in a much more streamlined fashion. And it also gives them really empowerment in their ability to work with a tool. So it's, it's helped with that buy-in. And we're, we're continuing to grow that across enterprise. Uh, I'll tell you, when we first started uh, using Control-M six, seven years ago, that with any change that's uh, for an enterprise tool, there it's a, never, uh, oh, everybody's automatically on board. Um, but we, Initially, we were had about 30 or 40 folks uh, that were using the tool and uh, understanding the value. But now I have over 500 folks across our IT enterprise using the tool and taking advantage of all the analytics and understanding of the functionalities that it offers. So, so that, that continues to be uh, a part of our future, especially as we uh, engage our DevOps team, which in the last couple of months, that's been a, a big a big thing for us is uh, engaging our DevOps folks to start leveraging control them as part of their process. So we're in the beginning stages of that. So that's very exciting. So being in financial services, um, certainly everyone I think expects that things like audit and compliance or regulatory requirements would be a big deal for you as well. Has Control-M uh, helped you in that area? Absolutely. So a couple of things. I mean, uh, we, we actually, uh, it's enabled us actually to move forward with a couple of uh, new applications because of the compliance uh, capabilities. Uh, but from an audit perspective, uh, really, it's, it's cut our time by 96%. Um, 
we're audited. It's not a quarterly or a monthly, it's routinely throughout the year. Uh, so, so really the, the requirements, it, it used to take us tons of man hours, lots of resource uh, requirements, and, and we're, we were spitting out reports on, that would take tons of time to collect. Now we're doing this in minutes, getting it over. It's in a format that's easily uh, viewable, and our auditors are much, <laughs> uh, much happier because we're able to give clear, concise reporting in a, in a very uh, much better time frame. All right. Well, that that sounds that sounds fantastic. And you know, nowadays, um, although audit and compliance frequently are are viewed as kind of just um, a burden, uh, considering how security conscious the world is, and that sounds like a like a really huge win for your organization. Uh, you mentioned that you are you know self, uh, evangelizing Control M, uh, spreading its usage throughout the organization. Uh, so today, uh, also one of the things that uh, we hear a lot is the the need for self service and people for people to be able to do things on their own. Can you talk a little bit about how self service has spread through the organization and maybe the kind of uh, the kind of people that are now using Control M and accessing and using it on their own? Absolutely. Uh, so as I said, we've really we've really grown and, and basically just our, our our footprint of folks using it. And how we really started that, uh, engaging each group almost in a different manner. So I had to really figure out a way to approach that. Um, I think we've gotten a lot more buy-in once people understood the functionality, really, and understood. I think there was a lot of siloed thought process, I'll say, uh, because a lot of folks, especially from a application support and application uh, development perspective, they were looking down in a siloed way. They didn't think that their uh, application was dependent or was it dependent for anything else. Uh, once down, we broke down those well and said, hey, do uh, you understand your impact to this and you're degrading this service? And uh, once senior leadership understood that as well, and we were able to sh kind of shine the light on that, uh, it really uh, opened some eyes. And that's actually, you know, uh, once you get everybody kind of rolling in the same way, um, we, we were in shining the light on things uh, that really led to what I spoke to earlier about our SLA improvements is because folks started really coding to ma make sure that their, their process was going to impact anything downstream and things like that. So uh, it's really enabled us also to close uh, duplicate uh, data reaches and things like that, as well as uh, conflicts or, uh, Block, database blocking, all those type of things we, we've been able to really fine tune just as a byproduct of folks looking at Control-M and using, learning to use the tool. Um, so as well as the whole testing process, they've been able to really take ownership and really the, the, the whole, our development teams are really taking ownership of really controlling the whole process. So it's removed a ton, ton of overhead um, from our teams in the first six months, when we really turn over the rights for teams to test on their own, um, where they're bringing in their own workload, managing it, we saw a 60% de decrease in requests coming to our scheduling and operations team to do all this, bringing in the workload and executing it for them. So it's, it's really give, given a, that whole self-service ownership, and we've found a, a lot of value in that as well. 
of eliminating some additional overhead to our other teams. Well, so it sounds like uh, you've managed to accomplish an incredible amount. I think that you should probably be able to sit back and relax, put your feet up, but I'm sure that um, probably your management has a different view of that. So um, <laughs> maybe you you could tell us a little bit about where you think you're going and your goals as you um, head towards 2020. Right. So a, a couple of our, our biggest things that, you know, I talked about analytics earlier. So we're continuing to, to push. I mean, we partner with you guys talking about uh, enhancements of the tool to, to present analytics, but we're also continuing to look for um, ways to pull analytics and have proactive looks and have those discussions, but also leveraging the automation API to assist in uh, automating our onboarding process um, because we're always looking for that speed to, you know, speed from test to production. Um, so everybody always likes that shiny new thing coming down the pipe. So we want to make sure we're doing that in the most efficient manner. We're also looking at uh, leveraging Control-M as uh, an enterprise tool to help us uh, for, with some RPA things. Um, so we're delving into that as well. Um, so really expanding on the automation API, working with DevOps to, to, to automate their part of their onboarding process and uh, dipping our toe into the RPA field. So there's a, a few things, but I'm not kicking my feet up yet, Joe. <laughs> no, no, it definitely sounds like you're going to have a, a couple of things to keep you busy. Well, thank you so much for sharing, um, you know, the story of um, Control-M and your experience at Raymond James with us. I, you know, I think that lots of people are going to find this tremendously uh, interesting. And um, again, thank you for your time. So, Jill, that's it for me. Back to you. Okay, great. Well, thank you, Joe. And a very special thanks to Chris Haynes from Raymond James for joining us today. It was a pleasure to have you on, Chris. So thank you for sharing your fantastic insights with our audience today. So to our listeners, please be sure to subscribe to our podcast and stay tuned for more episodes that'll be coming soon. But that is a wrap for now. Thanks for listening to the BMC Run and Reinvent podcast. Have a wonderful day.